You are listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which provides bite-sized tips for busy parents, educators, and anyone working with kids. These real talk conversations focus on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, helping all to learn, grow, and inspire with mindfulness in mind. I'm your host, Vanessa De Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hello and welcome to episode 110 of the Free to Be Mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So of course, I just want to start off by saying thank you for tuning in and hopefully you are sharing the podcast with friends. If you are gaining anything from tuning in, whether it be the parenting tips on the Consult a Counselor series that's released every Thursday morning or any mindful living, mental health or personal growth tips that you hear on the 20 minute episodes, which are released every Monday morning, I greatly appreciate if you can either repost this on your social media stories or share with a friend or rate and review the podcast. I really do appreciate it. So I've been having a lot of conversations with different groups of people recently, and I've noticed a common theme. It seems like we want everything in the palm of our hands right away. And the first thing I think of is it reminds me of a very young child where if you mention anything or if they see a toy or a piece of candy or something that they want at that moment in time, they throw their hands up in the air and the tantrum starts and right away it's wailing until they receive the thing that they want to receive. But as adults, we don't throw tantrums that look like that per se, but there are different times where our level of patience is challenged. And I've noticed a theme that many people have been challenged recently as far as getting what they want and when they want it. And when we say it like that, it sounds a little bit full of greed (laughs) to a degree as far as like, I want this right now, almost as if we were three years old. But when you think about it, we're always working towards something. It can be something more formal, like always working toward a goal, but really sometimes we're working toward nap time. We're getting back into bed at the middle of the night. We're working toward reaching Friday so that we can enjoy the weekend. We're working toward seeing a friend or spending time with our loved ones. We're always looking forward to something. However, that something isn't always had at this moment in time. And what I've noticed is that space in time where we don't get what we want right away, how do we react to that? And what do we do that sometimes works against us while we're in this waiting period? And as we're living our lives each and every day, there's so much that we have to wait for. We have to wait for the coffee to come out of the coffee maker. We have to wait for our food being done. We wait for the light to turn green. We wait for the big truck to finish turning so that we can finally go if we're driving. We wait for the start of the day or lunchtime or the end of the day. We're waiting for big celebrations, perhaps birthdays to take place. And that's just everyday run-of-the-mill type of things. But sometimes we're waiting for bigger things. We're waiting for the results after a mammogram to see what the doctor is going to say. We're waiting to see the results of a test perhaps that we've taken. 
And speaking of tests, sometimes even waiting those few minutes before a COVID test that most of us are used to taking now, or even a pregnancy test, there's so much that we wait for on an everyday basis that sometimes we are just waiting to speed up time. We're waiting for that result to come, that answer to come, the event to come, that person to be here, that thing to finally be in our hands and in our possessions. And we want to press fast forward so that we can get there. But we have to remember those moments in between to soak that time in. So for example, going with having a baby, we're waiting for those two lines to turn pink so that we finally know, are we having this baby? And then it's nine long months to kind of finally see their face. And sometimes when they're out, you kind of want to push them back in because sometimes it seems so much easier to take care of a baby that's in the belly and not a baby that's right in front of you, even though you're so eager to finally see their faces. It seems like in life, we've been used to getting instant gratification and more so in our current day than the times when I was a kid. If we're hungry, we can go through a drive-thru and get a meal, albeit perhaps not the healthiest, but we can get a meal in a matter of a few minutes as opposed to cooking a full meal. If we need a piece of information, we're no longer going to the library or looking up in encyclopedias and leafing through pages or micrographs of things. We're simply just going on a search engine and getting what we need. And having this instant gratification has definitely changed our outlook on how fast and how quick we expect to get things in life when that isn't always the case or sometimes cannot be possible. And there's so much that plays a part to our response of being patient or being impatient and what we do in that waiting time. Our personality plays a big part. The habits that we have play a big part. And I think the biggest part of all is the ability to not only regulate our emotions and really be able to have that self-control in that waiting period, but also what makes the biggest impact is regulating our expectations of what is happening. Sometimes in that waiting period, we think it's going to turn out one way. And then when it doesn't, that sometimes creates the bigger blow than us just waiting and just taking what comes. Sometimes we create these stories in our minds that things have to happen just so. We have to follow a certain timeline or we have to stick to a certain schedule. And I understand how it feels like waiting on a long line to get gas or waiting on a long line of Trader Joe's and wondering what it is that's happening up there that's taking so long. However, what we do with that time really determines so much because if we get caught up in our feelings as far as I only had half an hour and now I need to get back, you can't make the hands of time run any faster than they actually do. So it's not just the ability of being patient in a situation until it's your turn or until the results are in or until you get what you want. It's really what you do within that time that creates who you are, how you respond within that time that really creates the different things around your life at that moment in time. Because again, if you're online for something and you get really grouchy and you start huffing and puffing and getting an attitude, then it's a domino effect and you are impacting those people around you. And not only is that moment going to be impacted, but perhaps those that follow as well. And when we grow up with the idea of 
thinking that we need to have what we want when we want it, we really get disillusioned because life isn't always that way. And then what happens is our attitude or our mindset becomes rather negative because then we learn to react in such a way where we think all the bad stuff always happens to us. Or why isn't that you know, we can't find the parking spot right away. Why is it that we always get stuck behind these long lines? Why isn't that this thing still isn't happening or you're being passed up for the promotion or your kid still continues to make poor choices? And when we look at life through these negative lens, then what ends up happening is that we end up finding more negative around us. And not only does that impact our mindset and our attitude, but it can even impact our health. It can lead to a higher risk of heart problems. It can lead to perhaps impatience and irritability, and it can lead to an overall dissatisfaction of life, which again then impacts the way that we look at things. So after realizing all of this, the question is, well, how do we get over it? How do we become more patient? How do we not have a negative attitude? And the very first step is to have that awareness, to really be aware and identify when it is that you're being impatient. What feeling are you feeling during this time and why? So for example, sometimes when we're stuck in traffic, we get really upset because who wants to be sitting on the road instead of sitting at home, but really identify what it is that you're feeling. Are you anxious because you're going to miss something at home? Are you getting upset because you're really tired and you just need to rest or you have a meeting coming up or you need to make dinner? Really identify what it is that you're feeling in that moment and what the cause is and what you want instead. Again, is that going to make the hands of times go faster? Not necessarily, but having that awareness is going to help you with the second step of once you're seeing clearly of what you're feeling and why it is, then you can reframe how you're thinking about that situation. When things don't go our way or when we have a different set of expectations, sometimes we think that way because we're just looking at things through our own lens as opposed to taking perspective and really thinking about Is this traffic created just so that you wouldn't get home? Or is there a long line because you're prohibiting you from paying? Or did the ink run out on the cash register? Or is there someone who's having a hard time bagging? We can take perspective and have a little bit of empathy for what's going on around us. It may help us ease our expectations so that we can still look at things with hope. And letting those expectations go may be helpful to the way that we look at things. I know that when I was working toward my licensure to become a licensed therapist, it took me so much longer than it really should have. And there was so much anger and frustration around this aspect because some of it just was out of my control and I didn't understand why things just didn't line up. However, being so frustrated again didn't make things speed up any faster. And now when I look in hindsight, I'm able to see why it worked out for my benefit, even though it wasn't the way that I had planned on things happening. So it may be easier said than done, but you can learn ways to be more patient with life and with yourself. The first is being a little bit more mindful and always using your breath as a tool since that is something that you always carry with you. So when you feel yourself getting irritated or anxious or angry, using your breath to calm your heart rate down so that you can be a little bit more gentle with yourself and gentle with those around you. 
Another strategy that helps is using positive and calming self-talk. Sometimes it's really easy for our minds to get ahead of us and jump all into the negative things that are going to happen because this thing is not happening your way or when you want it. But when we engage in that positive self-talk, it really helps us to put things in perspective, to be able to take the perspective of others and to work through those feelings. And when you do have a more positive outlook, you're able to have more gratitude for the things that are going right, for the things that are going your way or are going well, so that again, we keep more focus on the top half than the bottom half. Another strategy is slowing down. You can start using your breath to help you slow down, slow down your thoughts and slow your heart rate. And once you do, tap out for a little bit. And the last strategy is having an outlet where you can dump all of these feelings onto. So it may not be dumping it onto your partner or roommate as soon as you get home because they may have had a day themselves, but perhaps having a therapist, having a friend, or even dumping it all in a journal so that you understand that it was just a portion of life or a little piece that happened in your day, but it doesn't have to define the outcome of life and it doesn't define the person that you are or what you'll end up doing with yourself because something didn't go your way. Know that we always have a choice in the way that we show up in the world and with others and even with ourselves. And although we can have control of ourselves, we don't always have control of the situation at hand. So sometimes we just need to let go and surrender to what is, even if it's not what we expected. Changing the expectations we have in our minds can really be a world of difference. And when we use these tools to stop and take breaths, to slow down and be grateful, to have a positive mindset and a positive attitude, when we do all of these things and practice patience in our everyday lives, then it becomes much easier to implement that when we're looking at the very big things. So my friends, this week I challenge you to take breaths before you speak to take a breath and look at things around the space you're in before you get upset from having to wait in line or having the car in front of you go first or while you're waiting for the result of something. Know that there are bigger powers at hand and we cannot control our entire lives or the world in which we live in. And in those moments where things aren't going our way, there's so many smaller moments that we can take advantage of that if we're always in a rush, we definitely miss. I invite you now to join me on this short guided meditation. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, If you're able to, stop what it is you are doing. Take a look at the space around you. First, observe all of the various colors there is in the space around you. Try to go through the rainbow of red. Look at the oranges, yellows, greens, blues, violets, and those colors unmentioned. Then take a look at the space you're in and find different shapes. First look for all the circles, then all of the rectangles, the squares. Maybe look at things with soft edges versus those with harsh edges. 
or sharp turns. Notice the textures of the room that you're in. What perhaps may feel soft to the touch? What would be hard? What would be hot? What would be cold? Taking these moments to observe the small things that we most often overlook helps us practice to be in the space that we're in and helps us to have a go-to for when we do need to practice a little bit more patience, we can do so without turning to Google and without turning to scroll social media, but instead to feel comfortable in the skin we're in, in the space we're in, and trust that everything is happening for a reason. Have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It would mean a ton if you took this moment to review the Free To Be Mindful podcast on the platform you catch your favorite shows. That quick and easy act lets me know what you enjoy and it helps others find the podcast too. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen along next week. In the meantime, I welcome you to catch me on social media at Counselor V De Jesus. And as always, remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.